2: Fan. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It is my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. There's so much going on. Again, I see them as distractions. But America, When I, uh, in our final segment, I've got something I want to share with you. And I hope I can get it done in one segment. But it's from the New American, uh, the John Birch Society. And I, I ought to try and get a hold of some of them. I haven't had them on in a long time. And uh, so let's go to the Lord in prayer, and then we'll get to the chase here. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you with praise and adoration. For you are the great I am, the one and only God, creator of all life. Father, thank you. Thank you so much for your grace, for your love. Thank you for your mercy. Father, we ask your forgiveness, for we know that we fail you every day. You've given us a book to guide us, and we, unfortunately, let it collect dust. Instill in us this this want, this need, this hunger, this thirst for your word and for your righteousness. Father, I pray for your protection over President Donald J. Trump, his family, I pray for guidance and wisdom for those who are his attorneys, his lawyers. And, Father, I pray that the truth will come out. <laughs> it may shock us all. I don't know. But I pray that the truth will come out, Father, and we know that the truth will set us free. We are in a bondage right now at the mercy of those who lie as we lean on them for <laughs> what's going on. But, Father, grant us courage and wisdom, your children, and discernment. That we will go forth with your good news. For it is your good news. It is only you that can bring this country back to where it is to bring America home. Back to where we were, I mean. Lord God, I pray that you will bless today's show. Bless me. I pray for those who are sick pray for those who are going to be undergoing tests. Father, I just pray that you will watch over them. Give them comfort. For such a time as this, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Insanity. Corruption. Ignorance. Silence. Why do they do what they do? Why do they say what they say? And why do you, do we, remain silent? Perhaps in some instances, silence is golden. I remember that song, silence is golden. But it also said, but my eyes still see. And when you see wrong, you fight it. You try to right it. If you do not, you become a part of it. That is cowboy wisdom from the Virginian. (laughs) They want you to stop believing all that you know that is true. Who is they? The powers that be in this nation. The elites in the world. Two chromosomes. There's lots of chromosomes. Did you know that? But there's just two of them that will determine the sex of an individual or an animal. It's a Y and an X. The female will have two X chromosomes, and the male will have an X and a Y chromosome. You'd have thought it would have been the other way around, since we're the complicated ones here, us females. (laughs) That's a scientific fact that they want you to deny. They refuse to acknowledge it. They intend to ruin lives, Shouldn't we ask why? Why is it so long, was it so long ago that gender dysphoria was known, and I mean known, as a mental illness? And now they want to mutilate young people who are confused, mentally ill, instead of helping them. And now I saw this last night. Some guy's a pedophile whining because people don't like them. As if their behavior is normal. And they think of the victims, the children, as the victims. Because people hate the pedophiles. Duh. (laughs) Are we to believe the science that is bought and paid for regarding climate change? We're definitely not supposed to believe in biology. Are we to believe that abortion is a health care that's what they want us to believe. We are to believe that hell, abortion is a health care, and it is a sacred obligation of the military. And they are allowing men to, who are pretending to be women, <laughs> they are either ornery or they have a mental illness, to flaunt themselves, their genitalia in the women's showers in the military, where things are supposed to be disciplined. Straight. I <laughs> Guess we have to redefine a straight line. Rachel Levine, she's the ugliest woman I ever saw because she's not a woman. She's a man pretending to be a woman. And she believes we should mutilate our children very young.
1: These people
2: are doing wrong. And we, the people, must fight to stop them. We the people must save the children, our children. This is a quote from Seth Dillon of the, um, of the Babylon Bee. He said, you can't be a girl trapped in a boy's body because to be a girl is to have a girl's body. The word girl means young female. A girl in a boy's body is a nonsensical and contradictory concept as a married bachelor or a round squared. Seth Dillon, insanity, corruption, ignorance, silence. Why do they do what they do? Why do they say what they say? And why, America, do we remain silent? Climate change is a hoax, but it is not a joke. They are using this fake threat to destroy lives and have absolute control over humanity. China is not a friend. And neither is Russia. But they are working together against the Americans. Against America. The open border is a threat to all Americans. And it's ridiculous that we're allowing it to go on. You have to ask yourself, why are they? But more than that, open borders is treason. This administration, these Democrats... And the Republicans who think this is a good idea, and yes, the corporations that are funding them, are committing treason against you and me, against the United States of America. January 6th was not an insurrection, it was a riot gone bad. It was, it was a rally gone riotous, I should put it that way. Schumer should be disciplined for threatening the Supreme Court justices. Yet, yeah. oh, there was uh, you know some conservative talk show hosts that made a little noise about it. But other than that, nothing happened. The squad yesterday contradicts the president, and they are insulting Israel, defying them. They should be disciplined. Our children are being used by our public school system and abused. The teachers use, them, use the teachers' unions are the abusers. We, the people, need to defund them seriously. We have some control over those public schools. Fauci is a war criminal. We the people need to demand he be treated as such, along with the Dr. Burks as well. Insanity, corruption, ignorance, silence. Why do they do what they do? Why do they say what they say? And why do we the people remain silent? You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We'll be right back. Now is the time for all good men and women to come to the aid of their country pledge to buy American. In these inflationary times, our made-in-the-USA companies need your support. American consumers do make the difference when you buy American. The money you spend stays in America. Liberty Tabletop is a great company and the only flatware made in the USA. Why would you buy your tableware from China? Just say no and say yes to made-in-the-USA. Visit their website where they are actually partnered with other made-in-the-USA companies. LibertyTabletop.com Better, safer, beautiful variety And we have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. I want to address something that somebody emailed to me. I'm not going to give the person's name that emailed it, nor am I going to give the talk show host that is saying these things. But I am going to give you a little bit of a warning to be careful who you listen to. And maybe that means me too. You never know. But I try not to say things that I think are way out there, and I don't say them until I think I can prove them. Um, Now, you know I have no love. For Anthony Fauci. In fact, I believe he's a war criminal, and I believe he should be treated as such. But this person was quoting a talk show host that kind of goes outside the box. Let's put it that way. is upset with Donald Trump, and I don't blame him sometimes. I don't blame him at all. I uh, kind of uh, went after him a little bit when he says, yeah, he tried to drain the swamp. Well, he might have tried, but we can say you didn't drain the swamp. We could try, we could say he put too many swamp people in position. But this person is putting him down because, and I had to look it up because I had a little problem with it too, that he'd given Dr. Anthony Fauci a Medal of Freedom, the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Well, it is true that he did. But what really took place is they gave everybody that was on that team, and there's 52 names, Everyone that was on that healthcare team dealing with the uh pandemic received that medal. I believe it's just something that they do. And this happened just before Trump left office. Uh so it wasn't necessarily patent owned Anthony Bauchy on the back. It was a a sweeping presidential medal of, of freedom. Should it have been done? No, I wouldn't have done it, but you know. I think it's just something that they do. Maybe it's something we need to look at that doesn't need to be done. So be careful when you're listening to these and think about what's actually taking place. You know, it's easy. It's easy, it's easy for me. I was a little upset when I read it, and then I realized what it was. And uh I guess he could have given it to everybody except Burks and Fauci. I think they're two are the ones that are really a problem. I think the rest of them are just supports or whatever. I don't know. So the next one, this particular talk show host, is warning everybody about the movie Sound of Freedom. Not because he thinks it's a hoax. He thinks it is rumored, which I don't see the illogic in this at all, that the criminal elite are pushing it. Well, we know Hollywood wouldn't do it. And they are the criminal elite. And they would have nothing to do with it. But he says they're pushing it so that they can convince everybody they need to put chips in their children. Well, we already know people are putting chips in their dogs, and I'm not for chips in the children. Don't take that flippant remark the wrong way. This guy is just throwing stuff out there, letting it stick on the wall. And if you haven't, if you aren't astute, if you aren't watching everything that's going on, on both sides of the aisle, you got to watch them because they're they're on both sides of the aisle are slickery. They're slickery. But be careful. Be careful. Did he give Fauci the Medal of Freedom? Yeah. And 51 other people. They were all given it. All of them as a team. Okay. So, I wouldn't have given it to him. Now, let's look a little bit about this old Fauci. You want to talk about him for just a few minutes. He's being treated like royalty. And he should not be treated like royalty. Now, presidents... We'll continue to have Secret Service. They will continue to have a limo. Why does Fauci? Fauci is supposedly retired. He's still very well taken care of, and he has a limo and Secret Service protection. Rand Paul's upset about this, and I don't blame him. Rand Paul has a, (laughs) you know, I blamed Rand Paul about being loud and doing nothing before, but I think he's got a little personal grudge with Fauci as Fauci just in his face said, well, you don't know what you're talking about. So I think, uh, Paul's got, Rand Paul's got a little bit of a grudge. I think he's going to go after Fauci. And I want to see him go after Fauci. Now, nothing's going to happen, I'm pretty sure, because we've got, the Democrats in there and Senate Democrats and we've got the Rhino Democrats that they're not gonna let anything happen to old poor little Fauci And I do mean little, he's a little man that has taken this country for fools. Highest paid guy around. So Rand Paul's gonna go after him. He's gonna investigate. And they're going to go after him for his perjury. But he's also going to find out why he's still getting a limo and Secret Service. Now, I want to talk about our enemies. Now, this was mentioned on the news yesterday, and I didn't have time to talk about it yesterday. We had Mike Cutler on, and and uh we had other things to talk about. And I'm sure you have seen this. And I have mixed feelings about it. But here we have a U.S. national. He's a military guy that deserted. He was in trouble for something. I was afraid he's going to get his little, you know what, kicked around, get in trouble, in the brig, whatever it is they do to him. So he he runs away. Well, guess what? He crossed the line over there in North Korea, and now he's captive. They mentioned last night that we're not teaching our young people enough about how horrible communism is. You know why they're not teaching it? Because the elite in this country and our politicians and our universities with all their professors are communists. So they're not going to teach these children how bad communism is. Now, he's a deserter and some people might say let him keep him, but he is an American. And we can't let them get in the habit of thinking they can keep an American because they might have got lost and crossed the line. So we need to get him back. That's Beth's opinion. And then we need to treat him like what he is, a deserter. China is not a friend. Now, I had this particular article yesterday that I, I wasn't able to share. And uh, I remember my daddy talking about Gog and Magog. It says here that that's out of the scripture, who they could possibly be. And the uh, interpretation for many people was Russia and China or Russia and Russia. China and Russia are holding joint military drills in the Sea of Japan. It says, according to the Daily Caller, a Chinese... I haven't heard this on much, and I'm listening to the news. Now, I didn't listen to much on Sunday night. The Chinese naval fleet met with Russian Navy vessels and Kremlin aircraft to conduct the exercises which were described in a statement by the Chinese defense ministry as a measure to ensure safeguarding the security of tr- tr- strategic waterways. That's a hard word to say, strategic Friendships between these two states has no limits. There are no forbidden areas of cooperation with them. And they both hate America. So here we have, and I wrote this down because of yesterday, here we have all these illegal aliens coming across our borders or flying in across on visas and staying extended time. From China, from Russia, from Afghanistan, we have... Illegals from Iran, from Haiti, and other enemies. They are here, America, and we need to understand, and we cannot look the other way. You need to talk to your representatives and senators. You need to make your voices heard. And then we have John Kerry, the ketchup man. China. He's praising China for doing an incredible job embracing the green agenda. That is such a bold-faced lie. Just like him saying he didn't own a plane. didn't own a private plane. No, your wife owns a private plane. Well, then it said he sold it. How many times you fly in that? Oh, maybe once. That's not true. We all know that's not true. So he also lied to Congress, which is supposed to be a crime. China is embracing the green agenda, that is correct, but not in the way that he wants you to think. They're getting jobs out of this. They're getting these contracts. And they're using children, slave labor. You see, China doesn't care about slavery. And neither does our Democrat Party administration. And neither do some of the rhino Democrat Republicans. And that's why we have number one in human trafficking. But to do the mining they need for these batteries, for these electric cars there in China, they're using children. They're using slave labor. And since everybody, since the squad thinks that all the, that Israel is so bad, Why don't we send them to China and let them work with the children in the mines? And then they can praise communism. Let them experience true communism. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Sacred obligation of the military. What would that possibly be? Well, it's abortions. That's why we have a military. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Six one six eight, And use the promo code Ann to get 30% off plus free shipping. For such a time as this, we know that the heart of a nation takes on the heart of its people. If the people have turned from God, the nation is doomed in sin. God is in control of all nations and their leaders. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home?
3: For centuries, those who raise, breed and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists, They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com.
2: You're familiar with Range Magazine, packed with hard, cold facts regarding the battles we face out on the range and at home. Beyond the Battles are beauty and pictures and words that will take you to another place and time. CJ and Range Magazine have produced a line of hardbound books that should be a part of your home library. The most recent publication is Cowboys and Critters, containing unique photos of the people and animals that make up the ranching world. These beautiful books, which make fantastic gifts, have won numerous awards, such as the prestigious Wrangler Award, first place in journalism, Will Rogers Gold Medal Award. So many honors, great photos, and wonderful poems and stories of the West. Reflections of the West, Brushstrokes and Balladeers, the MBAR, the call of the cow country you can't resist the art and cowboy poetry books visit rangemagazine.com for a complete list of prices call 1-800 range for you that's 1-800-726-4348 be sure to let them know beth ann sent you and we have returned you listening to csc talk radio this is beth ann well, I think I kind of mentioned this one yesterday, but I want to mention it again because I'm talking about the military. Sometimes you wonder. We got old Millie. You know, Millie's not very bright. And Millie uh, apologized after they stood in front of the church when there was a riot going on. Even Attorney General Barr said they were throwing frozen bottles of water. It was a riot, and it was escalating into great danger. And Trump was brave enough. Took his, took his secret service. Of course he can't. He doesn't have an option in that. And Millie went with him. And I'm thinking some others went with him and they stood there in front of the church that they had already caught on fire and stood there with his Bible. And the media went ballistic because he was making a photo op. Like, like Obama never did a photo op or Biden never does a photo op. Um, I don't believe it was. I believe it was a statement. This is how we're going to stand. And then Millie apologizes for it. And Millie says, I want to know about white rage, and I'm a white man or something like that. I don't know. Well, when you read the title on this article, and it's by Sandy Fitzgerald, and it's from Newsmax, it says, Typo sends millions of U.S. military emails to Molly," But I'm thinking, wow, that's that's pretty bad. But when you start reading the article... It says, over the years, millions of emails intended for the U.S. military have instead gone to the West African country of Mali, an ally of Russia, because of a minor typing error that changed the email's domain name. So how many years? And what kind of emails, what kind of secrets, what have they done? It says those Sorts of communications would mean that a foreign actor can start building dossiers on our own military personnel for espionage purposes or could try to get them to disclose information to exchange for financial benefit. It's certainly information that a foreign government can use. So it didn't just happen once where a million emails went out. This has been happening over the years. How'd they happen to catch it? What genius came in there and said, wait a minute, that's not the right domain. What .com, .gov, .us, .net, .what was it? Incompetence, neglect, insanity, what did I write down, insanity, corruption, ignorance, silence. Silence is on us, people. Oh, John Kirby. Good old John Kirby. John Kirby, John Kerry. What is with these Johns? We need to write them some Dear John letters, don't we? Dear John, you're fired. Dear John, don't let the door hit you on the way out. See ya. We need to get rid of these guys. Anyway, I'm sorry if your name's John. I know all Johns are not bad. I've got a cousin. Well, it's cousin to my husband's side of the family. Nice guy. Nice guy. But he gets all bent out of shape because Congress doesn't want to fund abortions for the military. And he says it is their sacred obligation to support military abortions. A sacred obligation. Not constitutional integrity, that's not a sacred obligation. Not standing up for religious freedom, that's not a sacred uh, obligation. Or to defend biology and keep the men over here with the genitalia hanging out and the women over here with a different anatomy. That's not a sacred obligation. Let's just mix and match it all up and if somebody happens to get pregnant... We'll pay for the abortion. Saving lives is not sacred to this administration. Killing babies, the next generation of Americans, that is John Kirby's sacred obligation. Why doesn't anybody say this to their faces? I would, I think, if he was sitting here. Seriously, John? John? That's what you think is a sacred obligation? What happened to your precious democracy? What happened about standing up for life? For freedom? Equality? Well, you see, that child in the womb doesn't matter. Well, I wonder who profits from those, those abortions. Is the military going to get money off of those? When they sell the baby parts? Is that what they're going to do? Oh, they want to pay for the sex changes, too. And I don't believe that's right. We already did that once. Remember that guy? He's in prison somewhere. I think he's out now. So let's just read a few headlines before we get into this final segment here. Blue City turns high school, high school, into a welcoming center for illegal, it says immigrants, illegal aliens. Let's see, I wonder how many of the, uh, MS-13 might be there, the gangs. Uh, I wonder how many of those children have been, uh, trafficked. That's a welcome center for this goofy looking mayor they got. I don't know why he wears his hair like that, it's just weird. He looks like something off Star Trek or something. Jim Jordan, he's threatening, that's why I circled the word threaten. He's threatening to hold FBI Director Christopher Ray in contempt of Congress. Is that like slapping him on the wrist and saying, Now, don't you say that anymore. You need to tell the truth. John, is his name John, too? No, it's Christopher. Excuse me. And I don't know what this one is. I didn't read the article. It's a new Hollywood blockbuster. Actually, Let's Men Be Men. I don't know what that is. I know that uh, uh, they were coming out with a new... uh um Mission Impossible, maybe it was that one, because <laughs> uh, Tom Cruise isn't going along with their woke. A millionaire sex toy CEO bankrolled a massive gender clinic for children. Of course she did, or he did, or whatever. And a red state, this is in Virginia, it's got the picture of hit the governor there. Education Department releases a model policies that vow to keep parents informed about their kids. Well, isn't that really nice that they have to put that down in writing? I mean, wouldn't that go without saying? I knew there was trouble when they started locking the parents out of the schools. Now, Beth, you know they've had problems. They just can't let anybody in the schools. They lock you out of your school. They've got your children locked in. Think about it that way. They can put guards out there. But, no, they locked the schools, lock the parents out. A female military recruit had to shower with the men who were transitioning to women. <laughs> Apparently, they hadn't got all the way there yet. She was a little embarrassed, a little intimidated. Kind of like this uh, swimmer. I never can remember his name. But uh, can tell me what his name? Because I, I think I've wiped it out on purpose. It's traumatic. I think it's
1: Leah Thomas.
2: Yes, it's Leah Leah, Leah, Leah likes to flaunt his maleness in front of the girls in the locker rooms. But he says he's a girl. No, he's not. So we're supposed to believe all this. Now, this is something I want to ask uh, um, Daniel about when we get to have Daniel on again. The woke investing titan just put a Saudi oil CEO on its board. BlackRock announced on Monday that it has placed the admin Nasser Nasser, CEO of Saudi Arabia's state-owned oil giant, Saudi Armako, to its board of directors, according to Monday's press release from BlackRock. Now, I know this administration wouldn't do anything. But what if the United States banned BlackRock? I might see somebody in black come in here talking like that. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Am. We come back. I have a very good article. It's written by Joel Wolverton, the second, um, and he is with the New American, which is John Birch Society. The standards our founding fathers used to measure politicians. (laughs) You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. I think this will be good. We'll be right back.
0: Cold ship to your door it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar Chocolate. Visit us at VineTabar dot com.
2: We have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Now, I'm going to have to, you know, kind of uh, scold myself a little bit here. I don't obviously study enough. And the New American, they're good at that. And it started in, and I was thinking of the Cato Institute, but I guess that goes back a ways. I didn't know where the name came from. And, and, uh, but in the very first sentence hit here, here, paragraph, it says, it was the reprinting in nearly every newspaper, in nearly every city in America, of Cato's letters that provided for founding fathers with the intellectual fuel that fed the fires of armed resistance to tyranny. And in the next paragraph, it mentions a John Trenchard and a Thomas Gordon, the authors of Cato's letters, taught or... uh, taught our ancestors as young men that kings are not above the law and that when kings legislators or any other political office holder magistrate in the language of time forgets that he is a servant of the people and not their master then the people are justified in reminding him of his role peacefully peacefully if possible by force if necessary Now, there are those that I talk with a lot, and some of them are in the military or were in the military, retired, that they believe that's the only way we're going to get our nation back is by spilling blood. I want to believe that the American people will rise up and make enough stink that will scare these guys back. But unfortunately, I believe the leaders right now that we have in both the Democrat and the Republican parties have sold us out. So I really don't know. But I do fear war here by all those illegal aliens that are looking for jobs. I think they found military jobs. Mercenaries. Well, this says on July 15, 1721, letter number 37 was published in London. In it, Thomas Jordan gave his readers several tests which, when applied to magistrates, would distinguish the good from the evil ones. He says, now this article is not about Thomas, Jordan, or Trenchard. But he gives the list that they put in this letter 37. It said, first, here it is, what makes... A man, a good political office holder. And there's eight things here. And we should question these before we vote for them. Or before we put our support behind them. First it says, seek the good of the people he represents. Does he seek the good of the people he represents? Does he try to be just and virtuous in his personal public life? Strive to be worthy of the faith and trust of his constituents? Takes it upon himself to be a role model to young people by living a life devoted to truth and virtue? Takes every opportunity to teach young people to love truth and virtue and to reject lies and wickedness? hoping to strengthen them before they reach the age at which temptations to lead a sinful and shameful life are the strongest. Six, does all of this, even if it, it might harm his career or negatively affect his popularity? Does he do all these things, even if he thinks it's going to affect his income and popularity? Seven, always does what's best for the people, regardless of whether it helps him or not. And number eight, leads people to virtue. So those were the good traits. Perhaps a worthwhile activity would also to ask ourselves how your state and federal officials stack up when measured against the Sydney standards that are the evil traits, evil politicians. Number one. Believes that he is more important than the people he represents. Number two, does whatever it takes to stay in office regardless of how it affects the people. (laughs) Rudy's grabbing the microphone. Three, sees government in a way to which it enriches himself. Four, always decides how to vote on a measure by how it will affect his chances to get reelected, his public persona, and his personal wealth.
4: Well, duh. I think they just nailed it.
2: <laughs> well, we're not done with them yet. Number five. Never tries to find out how the people feel about the issues as he believes himself superior to those who vote for him. Abortion is something they have pushed on the American people when they knew they didn't want it. Six. Tries to keep the people divided against each other and to stir up hatred among the people. Seven. Seven. Knows that by keeping the people fighting each other, they won't ever realize that he is their common enemy. I love that one. Eight. They got more on the evil than they did on the good. Uses his influence to convince the people that the other party is filled with people who want to destroy them and how they are justified in avenging the wrongs done to them by the other party. Nine. Calls it sedition. Or rebellion. Anytime the people try to fight back and preserve their lives, liberty, and property. Ten. Goes to any lengths, including lying, to hide his lack of integrity in criminal acts. Whoa, we've seen a lot of that, aren't we? <laughs> Whose cocaine was that? All right. Number 11. Teaches the youth that there is nothing wrong with lewdness or sexual immorality. Twelve. Uses all means at his disposal to keep the people ignorant, lazy, or afraid to stand up for their rights. We're going to run out of time. Supporters of good government officials is encourage virtue and justice, help educate their fellow citizens with their rights, help educate their fellow citizens with the limits of government officials' power. They don't want you to know that one, do they? Encourage their fellow citizens to hold their representatives accountable for their use of the power granted for, to them for the people. And five, work to increase the strength, courage, greatness, and happiness of their country. As for those who work to keep the, to get and keep corrupt people in office, they one, encourage acceptance and participation in immorality. Two, tell people that whatever they want to do, they should be able to do it regardless of law or morality. Three, convince the people that promises are made to be broken. Four, convince the people that all politicians break their campaign promises so it's really not important anymore. Unfortunately, there's truth in that way. Five, constantly ignore crime and encourage lawless, lawlessness. And number six, do whatever it takes to keep the people fighting each other so they never combine their strength to defeat the corruption. I don't remember those people. I don't remember studying those people. But they've given us some good advice, America. I think we should follow it. Put them on a poster. Keep them close. And a checklist for these politicians. So we can truly bring America home.
0: Home.
5: CSC Talk Radio's goal is to bring America home. That includes you and your business.
2: For such a time as this, Queen Esther was put in place by God to save her people. You have that same obligation now. Will you humble yourselves and pray, ask forgiveness and trust in our God to heal our land and bring America home?